Welcome to The Forbes Factor, featuring celebrity TV host, million-dollar entrepreneur, and renowned health and fitness superstar, Forbes Riley, a familiar face from TV, as well as one of today's most sought-after female motivational speakers today. You'll connect with some of the top experts in health and fitness, business, and personal development, as well as some surprise celebrities, all sharing their insight, tips, and tricks to finding true happiness. Now, here's your host, Forbes Riley. Uh, hello, hello, everybody, and welcome, welcome. If you are part of this live, you know that we are still in the craziest time, I think, in the history of modern man. I got to say, there has never been a time. Now, I didn't live through the two world wars, and I think that just that name, world war, is a freaky concept. But what's going on now is actually a war that we can't define. We can't seem to decide. We are literally at war, if you go on social media, between how real and devastating this is or how big a hoax this is. I'm sure the, the truth and the reality is somewhere in between. But the reality of what's happening to all of us has now gone from, oh, this is going to be weird, to I can deal with this, to I cleaned out all my closets, to I've got enough food and toilet paper, to what is going on. And not necessarily what's going on with whatever disease is what's going on with our economy, what's going on with things not being open. Um, now, this is a really silly personal one, but I'm at the point now where my nails, I actually have, my nails normally stay on for like two to three weeks. I've always had false nails because my nails are like paper. And they are now actually been staying, they stay on for eight weeks. I know it's time. Um, and then as soon as I felt like confident to go to the nail salon, some governor said, that's where it all started. I think it was Governor Newsom in California at nail salons. That's where COVID started. Yet I'm now seeing, I live in Florida, people wearing masks, not wearing masks. I saw the meme that said, hey, if masks work, why aren't all businesses open? And if they don't work, why are we wearing them? I hear if you wear a mask, it keeps in your own stuff. I hear, and I can't talk or breathe through one. I don't know. I've opened up a forum today. That's what we're doing here. And I've got a friend of mine joining me at about the half hour mark. I'm going to teach a little bit. I'm going to answer some questions. I've got a whole bunch of questions. Um, no, I don't speak Spanish. That's what I do. Yo hablo español. Me llamo uh, Forbes Riley. Yo trabajo en México por 10 años. Basically, I just said I worked in Mexico for 10 years. I studied Spanish in school. <clears throat> I will never understand why the first thing we had to learn in school was donde está la biblioteca, which is where's the library. Number one, if you can't read a book in Spanish, why would you want to go to the library? And then they made me change my name for Spanish class, and I hated this. My name became Felisa. Like, that's not my name. I don't want to be Felisa. Uh, William becomes Guillermo. Anyway, I love Spanish as a, uh, as a language. I love Spain. I've been to, I love Mexico. I spent 10 years working in Mexico. And I most of all love the people there. Universally, heartfelt, hardworking, amazing, beautiful people who have in this country gotten an interesting rap, uh, but they're family oriented. And so that was the answer to that question. Thank you for all the birthday wishes that came in. That was also very, very sweet. And now we've got people listening. This is the crazy part of what's happened because of this. My audience now on Facebook is up to 1.7 million followers. I've got people right now from Indonesia, from Lithuania, Romania, uh, Portugal, all writing in, saying hi, wanting to know, wanting to know basically how's the world going in your part of the world and what are we doing to move forward? Well, I'm going to start with a principle that I've actually written in my book. I'm going to do a little bit of reading today. Because people seem to, now you're at the point where you need to learn. You need to develop skills that you may or may not have developed before. And yes, people say, one of the questions was, Forbes, have you always been this positive? 
No, no, I'm not that positive. In fact, very often I'm very negative. There are times when I will cry myself to sleep. I will be uh, very lonely. I've traveled the world alone. I'm kind of a loner anyway. And I definitely have hills and valleys of emotions. I do, however, have a couple of principles that I live by, and I'm going to share three of them that I think are amazing with you guys today. And the first one is what I call the performer principle. What does that mean? Well, if you are an actor or a musician or a speaker, you know that there's a moment before you get in front of people when you're just a person. And then there's the moment where you are in front of people and you are, ta-da, and they expect something from you. I learned early on, especially doing infomercials, an infomercial is a filmed commercial that can live forever. I've had one show that aired for eight years. So imagine this. I don't feel good that day, or I had a fight with my loved one, or whatever happened, happened. And I go out on the set in front of the camera, and I bring that energy with me. Well, years from now, when I'm not feeling that way, that's what's going to be seen by millions. You only have to make that mistake once to go, uh-oh, can't do that again. I actually remember one of my fun stories is I was running a horrible fever and it's not about me. I mean, I am the host. I look like the star of the show, but I got to tell you, there are a lot of other people. There are people who paid the bills. There's people, the lighting and the commercial, the cameras and the entire set. There's a crew of 100 people that are depending on me to just do my job. And my job's not any better or worse than theirs. Trust me, they don't turn the camera on or they don't turn the sound on. It doesn't matter that I am adorable, right? So everybody does their job. And I learned doing plays in high school. This was a great thing. I'm going to give a shout out to Mr. Barry Kaplan of uh, Oceanside, New York. He was my drama teacher. And he made, even if you were the star of the show, you had to still sell tickets. You had to paint scenery. You had to have a sense of equality. The star of the show was no different a job than anybody else who had a job in the production. I will say that that probably is one of the greatest lessons I carry with me. And that's like a 40-year-old lesson or more. Because sometimes when you meet stars, they're so full of themselves, they think they're whatever, you know, and they walk around like it. Just because you know their name doesn't make them any better or worse than you are. And so the greatest compliment, and thank you for that message, that I get is Forbes, wow, you are actually even nicer in person than I, than I see you on the screen. And so thank you for that. I, I take great pride in that. And that really does come from my, my, my teaching, my upbringing. And I'm a huge firm believer that that's how you are. And I've never left that. I don't think that I'm any better. I'm very hardworking. And I'm going to share some of those principles with you because that's the point of today. I want you to learn something. I do lots of interviews with lots of famous people. They don't really teach. I want to hear their own teaching. And by the way, I, there's, there's somebody out there. I'm doing my three-day training this weekend. It's called Forbes Factor Live. All day Friday, all day Saturday, part of Sunday. It is a breakthrough, amazing training. Um, I have, I think I may have two tickets left for the online class because there only can be as many people as we can see on the screen and you get a free ticket to come to class when all this opens up again. So if you go to www.forbesfactorlive.com, you can see what the class is about. You can see the price of the class, which is very, very deeply discounted. And if somebody listening to me, there's probably hundreds of people listening right now, maybe more, um, I would like to take $100 off the deeply discounted. How do you get that? Go to my social media, private message me and say, hey, I want to take advantage of your crazy Wednesday scholarship. It's, you know, it's only for $100 off. It still makes it very reasonable. Tons of content, great people, awesome breakthroughs. If you are stuck in your life, you want to come play with us. But then there's a little piece about education. So let's get real here. 
performer, performer mentality. What is that? You know, for many of you, if you go to work or go to a job, you may have noticed this. And then maybe it's not you. Let's take a coworker who works in your cubicle or your floor. You can see them. They're sick. They don't feel very good or they are depressed and they show up and they carry that energy with them all day long at the coffee machine, in the bathroom, right? So that never happens when you're a performer, okay? If you are a performer, the moment you walk out on the stage, everything that was not to do with the performance must stay outside. In fact, I don't know if you've ever heard this before, but they call it break a leg and say, hey, you're a performer, you know, break a leg. Well, that doesn't mean go trip and hurt yourself. No, in a proscenium theater, where you see the curtains and the stage, that moment when you walk from backstage to onstage is called a leg and you break a leg, right? So I've broken a fever out there. I, I did one. I lost my dad and got the lead in a play about a girl who lost her dad. This was in front of 500 people eight times a week. My character it was a genius play called Who's Hot, Who's Not, written by the unbelievable Sherwood Corrali. And my character, after she said a horrible thing to her parents, they died on New Year's, on Christmas Eve, and she was so depressed that she spiraled downward with Vicodin and Valium and vodka, and she detoxes on stage, and she literally mourns the death of her father. Well, that was actually what was happening to me. In that particular case, I'm going to tell you, that having a play in place and getting to mourn and grieve and detox and act my little butt off in front of 500 people a night was amazing. It actually, it was life-saving for me because I don't know how I would have dealt with that. But that was a very unique situation. Um, I don't care if you fought with your spouse a second before you walk on that stage, you are in character, you're on it, people paid to be there. So imagine that that's what you do in life, Okay. You wake up in the morning and you seize the day. You have a plan that you put in place the night before. You wake up in the morning and you reread the plan and you execute the plan and you have a great day and you move forward. So even radio show, you guys, the minute before I got on the radio show, if you tune into my Instagram or my Facebook, you'll see I'm always going to kind of stress out. The kids are yelling at me, mom, turn this down. I've got a test. And, but as soon as we're on here, it is, we're doing a show. We're a professional. And that's the difference between professional amateurs. So are you a professional amateur in your life? Well, now the funny thing about this play, and this is such a kick. So I told you that she had a kind of an addiction problem. She loses all this money. She ends up homeless on the side of the street uh, on the 405 freeway in Los Angeles. Now that's a very famous road. It's about an hour and a half drive from, from like Laguna Beach up to Los Angeles. And they have a carpool lane, but you cannot use it if you're in the car by yourself. So my character is, I don't know, she's drunk on the side of the road. And this guy from one of those kind of, you know, celebrity gossip magazines throws her in his car in the back seat so he can take the carpool lane to work. And the play opens up and she's waking up in his office and she's homeless and she's dirty. And here's the crazy thing about my character. And I loved her is that she then starts to get her life back. And in true entrepreneurial spirit, decides to make a company called Carpool Companions. Uh-huh. And she takes homeless people, she cleans them up a little bit, and they basically sit in your car so you can use the carpool lane. And I remember the biggest laugh we ever got was I'd written it on a cardboard and I said, Carpool Companion, you know, for a ride, $30. How innovative. So now think about that. What does that mean for you? This woman who just could, was only living on her wits, homeless, 
created an idea and found a way to execute it. Okay. So what do you need to do that? Number one, it's the performer mentality. You gotta, you know what? I'm going to show up and be the very best and not drag all my baggage with me to every new conversation to my Facebook. You know, that's not what you need to be doing. Okay. But the second thing, and this is a really important principle that I teach in my book, and it's called the Grubhub theory. What do you want? I've asked people all the time, what do you want? And they'll tell me, oh, I want financial freedom. I want to serve. I want to be helpful to a million people. And by the way, number one, do you hear the energy? It's this, I'm kind of casual. You don't get stuff with casual. You get stuff with commitment, passion, and purpose. What did I just say? Commitment, passion, and purpose. And every successful person that you listen to talk. By the way, make a list of who they are. Who do you listen to on a regular basis? If you listen to the news, shame on you. It will destroy you. It is designed to destroy you. It is. De- and by the way, I read the news, especially lately. I don't mean anything good. I read how many people have died today. You know what's interesting about that fact? Look how many people recover. It's a much, much, much bigger number. Um, the one bad story. of one. It, it doesn't matter. There's such bad news. Now, I've been part of the news. I, um, I raised a young man not unlike the young man who was just shot recently, who was shot down in cold blood. The difference is there were no cameras there. Nobody saw who did it. So we spent three years tracking the killer who was spending 52 years to life in jail. And I know many of you don't know these stories. Um, I read the news then because we were on the front page of the LA Times. But I'm reading about this man and it's horrible, but I'm reading about it every single day. I, I know there's other news than this, or you just click and turn off the news. So let me give you some examples of people that you should put on your listening to list. And by the way, chime in. I've got people all over. You guys are listening all over Facebook. I see some guys from Mexico right now. I got a couple people from uh, Pakistan. Hello, Miss Pakistan. Um, Upon awakening, what do you do? What's the first thing you do? Do you have a routine? Do you listen to maybe my dear friend Les Brown, who just did the resonance of that man's voice gets me? Do you put on cranking me? This morning, I was listening to some seriously head-banging music. I'm like, I need to bust a move today. I need to break through the last two days of whatever was going on. I have a radio show today. I've got to bring energy, bring passion, get excitement, right? So what have you learned if you're writing down in your Forbes Rally Journal book there? Performance mentality. And you're on it. Second thing, what do you want? Now, the Grubhub theory goes something like this. So for those of you in another country who may not know, we can actually pick up the phone in this country, tell somebody what we want to eat, and within about 20 minutes, it is delivered to our door. Welcome to the 21st century. I mean, it's pretty extraordinary, right? But here's the interesting thing. So let's say you pick up the phone and you call one of those companies, you call Grubhub, and they say, hello, what do you want? And you say, I want, um, let's see, I want a hamburger. Oh, no, wait, I had, yesterday I had a hamburger. I want um, tuna fish. No, I don't want tuna fish. I want. And then they say, ma'am, call us back when you know what you want and click. They hang up on you, right? So if you had that experience, just chime in and say yes right now. A lot of you just, just thank you for all those yeses, right? Or you call Grubhub and you know what you want. Hello, Grubhub. Yes, what do you want? I want a Caesar salad, extra chicken, croutons on the side. And 20 minutes later, do you know what shows up at your door? Caesar salad, extra chicken, croutons on the side. How did they know? Because you told them what you wanted. That's how the universe seems to work, okay? So I want you in this time of craziness, and I'm going to read a little bit from one of my books. How do you figure out what that is? And what you want, someone lives in your heart. And I'm going to tell you, when I ultimately did this exercise, I've done it hundreds of times, but the one that resonated the loudest with me was when I discovered that what I want was to inspire somebody every day. 
And so I work very hard to keep a radio show, to keep my Facebook platform going. And I want you to tell me, did I inspire you? Did I just drop a nugget in your head that, wow, because here's the thing that you need to do. And many of you don't, you listen to friends, you listen to news. Here's what I want you to listen to. I want you to listen to your heart. And you're going to go, well, wait a second. How do I do that? How do I find my personal path? How do I listen to the universe and find my place in this plan? One, get quiet. Turn off the news. Turn off all the things around you and sit in the quiet place. I found, and you know, it's funny. I spent three, I spent a couple of years on and off living in an ashram because I understood that I needed to get quiet. I was hustling and bustling and Sometimes your greatest gifts when you are when you just stop and you listen. You know, it's funny. I am teaching my class this weekend. And I, if you don't mind, I'm going to give you an exercise that I do that I think is astounding. Now, I don't really care what your definition of God is. Let's just say you have whatever that is, right? Take a piece of paper and ask God or your universe or whoever a question. Literally write down the question. Take a few breaths. And listen, that would be the sound of my other phone. And then I want you to let your pen start writing. And you know what happens? I've done this with thousands of students. An answer comes. So I'm going to go take a break right now to have you listen to some of my sponsors. And I'm going to say, why don't you write down a question? You know, dear God, what do you have planned for me? Is COVID going to last forever? Do I love Forbes Riley? I don't care what the question is. Take a few breaths. And then I want you to write whatever you hear and you are going to be blown away all right on that note i'm going to take a quick break i'll be right back with some more exercises lots of information here on forbes factor where we focus on your health wealth and happiness don't go away Be sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for us at keyword Voice America. If you hate going to the gym but want to shed that extra weight, finally get a flat stomach and tight toned arms, we have the most unique solution. And get this, it's fun and takes less than five minutes, two times a day. Developed by Fitness Hall of Fame inductee and TV health expert Forbes Riley. The Spin Gym is the most compact, low-impact, resistance exercise ever developed. This simple handheld device provides the most unique fat-burning, metabolic-boosting workout suitable for all fitness levels. You've seen it on TV and in print with more than 2 million sold. What are you waiting for? Get your Forbes Riley Spin Gym at buyspingym.com. Order now and discover how easy and fun it can be to get in the very best shape of your life in just five minutes. Guaranteed. There's never been another product like the Forbes Riley Spin Gym. So try it risk-free for 30 days. Visit buyspingym.com today. Tune in to the Tony D'Urso Show with key influencers for entertaining and thought-provoking weekly discussions with some of the top stars in their fields. From business, sports, and science to entertainment, music, and literature, Tony's guests share their success and give their wisdom. If you're looking to manifest your vision and see how others have done so, be sure to listen to the Tony D'Urso Show every Friday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencer channel this is the voice america influencers channel be inspired 
listening to The Forbes Factor. To call in with a question or comment, please call 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. Or send an email to Forbes at ForbesRiley.com. Now back to the show. Here's Forbes Riley. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to The Forbes Factor. Today, I'm answering questions, me and God. <laughs> now, I'm not kidding about that. And do not write me and tell me that you don't believe in God or your God's name is Susan. It doesn't matter to me. Whatever you think might bring the leaves back on the trees, whatever higher power that you have, we all have our own. But the funny thing that I don't think you realize is that there seems to be an energy that you can listen to. Do you ever have something in your, like, your gut told you not to do something and then it happened the wrong way? You're like, ah, I should have listened. There's instinct. There's feelings. You can walk in the room and say, wow, she has bad energy. Well, what does that mean? That's not even real, right? Or is it? So I'm going to ask, as we're all going through this time of uncomfortability, that's what I'm going to call it, because I, I, it's not good or bad. It's no longer a crisis in my head. It's uncomfortability. And it is up to us to figure out how we navigate this. And why do I speak this way? Well, because I've navigated a lot of tragic stuff that's gone on in my life. And I'm still here. If you've never been hit with something that set you spinning, well, congratulations. Welcome to the club. Because if you live long enough, it will happen to you and it will, happen, it will continue to happen to you. Um, whether it was for me uh, losing both of my parents in a year to cancer. All of a sudden, massive, my entire world just stopped. It ended. It was the worst thing ever, losing my best friends. And oddly enough, 20 years later, and you do get through certain things. And you change, and you are never the same, and you grow and evolve. I personally have to share something with you. I don't actually like change. I don't, because change isn't always good. It's just change. So sometimes be careful what you wish for. And I'm going to say that you guys, some of you wished for all that's happening right now. You didn't know it. You, and if you ever read books about how a genie grants wishes, they're never quite what you asked for. There's always like a little tag that goes, wow, I wish I hadn't wished for that, you know? And so many people out there, I heard them, they wished that they didn't have to go to work on Monday. Well, guess what? You got your wish. I know, it did not how you planned it to look, but it kind of sucks some days. You wish you could spend more time with your kids. Aha, uh-huh. I wish you didn't have to get on a plane as often. I mean, it's kind of funny when you think about it from a different perspective. And one of the things that I have been known to do and why I get to coach very high-level people and run classes is that my perspective on life is not typical. That's why I'm here talking to you guys. I see things a little differently. I find the humor in things where you're like, well, that's not that funny. Um, And I find the lunacy in certain things. I mean, the lunacy is that I think we all at some point can't find our phone. You ever do that? You start yelling at yourself. I can't, where's my phone? I don't know why. Or or I was listening to Jerry Seinfeld last night. I'm not a stand-up comedian. I actually played one in real life. I actually hosted The Laugh Factory for many years. Turns out I'm a much better host. I'm not that funny. Uh, And I was reminded of that over and over again. So one of my things is go fail big. Go try something and fail. And by the way, if you expect you're going to fail, just go out and have fun with it. But again, for me, it's always been about communication. So what is it that turns you on? What is it that gets you all excited to move forward? Now, here's the funny thing. It's going to live in your quiet space. And one of the things that you have to do is you have to break free of you have to break free of outside influences. And right now, that is the news and other people, and they're kind of crazy. I mean, I'm hearing stories of people getting shot because they weren't wearing masks. Really, COVID killed you, yeah, because you weren't wearing a mask. I mean, let's get real about how we deal with each other and ourselves. And 
try and reconnect with this heart. And to do that, you need some quiet. You may need to go somewhere that you simply want to be without distractions. And then you want to practice this. It doesn't just come. I, for the last few days, have made a recommitment to meditate. Do you know how long I last? Uh, About a minute and a half. First, I literally sat there. I had these headphones on. I had these, these, these lights on. By the way, I have a very cool piece of equipment that gets you to this meditative state. I lasted a minute and a half, and my brain was like, I got stuff to do. I got to go do it. And wow. So the two parts of my brain had a long conversation all day. And it went something like, you know you need to be quiet. You know you need to listen to your heart. And the other's like, you know you got stuff to do. Like, wow, Forbes, this is fascinating. And I had this argument in my head. But at least I was aware enough to have that argument. So many people don't realize they need to get quiet. Don't need, just don't realize it. Second thing, and this really became apparent to me around the time of my birthday. You must keep a journal. You must have a pad. I've got pads everywhere. Literally, that's my problem. I have too many pads. Where you can start to write down. One of the coolest things that you can do in the morning, and you've got to start your morning right, is brain dump. Literally squeeze the water and the stuff out of this brain like you would a washcloth. And I do that, and I, I created a whole system to do that. We call them morning pages. You wake up, and you just start writing on a piece of paper. Now, I'll show you what mine looks like. It's right here. This is one of my pads. This was my, I was drawing pictures today as I was doing this. Um, and then you don't want to read it. It, it can be scribbled. It doesn't matter. You want to take every thought that's noodling around your head that's not serving. You just write them down. Write them down, write them down. And then next, you never read them. It's such a cool exercise. The other exercise that I truly love that I do, that I haven't done in a long time, is to take yourself out on a date. Now, we can't go out, right? So now I'm going to take myself in on a date. What's the one thing that you love doing, like really just love, that you don't have time to do? Well, you actually now, if you think about it, have time to do that. For me, okay, I can't believe I'm going to show this. I love television. I love acting. I love dramas and comedies and good shows. And that word binge watching for me, yeah, I'm down with binge watching. I got to tell you. So here's what, and I love my bathtub. So I did something crazy. I put a television in my bathtub area, okay? The little girl in me is like, this is the coolest lap of luxury. Um, The other thing when I'm in Los Angeles, and I do this with my dear friend, actress Vivica Fox, you guys, she has a new movie out called Arizona. we go to the spa as often as we can. We have this goofy little hole-in-the-wall spa. I think she goes every day. Why do we do that? I like to sauna every day. I like to sweat every day. I got to tell you, this is 60 years old. That's you want to stay young, do things that you love, sweat, journal, get the stuff out of your head. And then what else is that you love to do? When's last, I have a puzzle right there in my house now. I love, I used to love puzzles. Apparently, I don't love them anymore. I'm not, my eyesight's not as good as it was. I got a puzzle that has way too many pieces and they're way too small. So now it's just become a frustration thing. And we're all like, we all sit there. We just got the outside of it. But I used to love puzzles. I used to love to paint. I even, I haven't painted in a while. A lot of little things. What do you really love to do? Go do that. For me, this time, aside from binge watching some fun shows, has been learning something new. I've learned all kinds of things that are just making my head go, wow, I'm glad I have this time to do this. I learned how to, to make art on the computer. There's a free, free resource called canva.com. I love it. Let me tell you, I like making banners and things for my Instagram and art. I don't know. I miss, I wouldn't, you know, 
I watch my kids, they still have art class. A mama doesn't have art class. And I know we say that you need to meditate and get quiet. I'm not good at it, but I'm working on it. So every day I've got this headset and eye thing. Why do I do this? Because the same way you feed your body, you need to feed your mind. And that's what meditation will do to you. And I don't recommend you have to sit there with your legs crossed somewhere. You just have to be quiet. Um, now, this one is going to help a lot of people. I want you to feel. Yeah, so many times we forget to feel, okay? And what it is, this entails, this is kind of a, a technique to open yourself up by actually stop pushing emotions away. Let them wash over you. And it's a kind of a general practice that I like to incorporate into my life where you start feeling your emotions a little deeper and then you explore them. You know, there's not a lot of things that you have in life. You have material stuff, but that's not yours. That's just stuff. What you have is your heart. What you have is how you feel about things. And if you can truly give yourself permission to feel, Go be upset. Go be angry. You know, in my class this weekend, I'm gonna, I invite everyone to get a big pillow that they can punch. Some days that just feels so good. You cannot keep it bottled up inside. If you want to cry, go ahead and cry. You want to laugh, laugh until your belly and your eyes just hurt. Laugh till you tear up. Laugh in a way that makes you look silly and that you might be ashamed of if people were watching you. And if you're angry, go be angry. Literally, you want to go outside, but just go be angry. Let it out. I think during this time, we're all trying to be polite. This weirdly sucks on some level. So your, your emotions are there for a reason. This is what I think we tend to forget. They're trying to tell you something. And you're going, no, I don't want to listen to you. No, I don't want to listen to you. And then what happens is like a pressure cooker. Okay? And one of the problems with, over, with, with emoting or not emoting is you tend to do other things. Like you end up drinking too much or eating too much or who knows what you want to do. Now, I don't say go do this in public. You don't need a public meltdown. But allowing yourself to feel we're at home, we're kind of stuck here. I really want you to think about what that will do for you, what it will do to release the pressure, okay? So I see one of my, my beautiful friend Charles is here. I'm going to bring him on in a couple of minutes. I have a question here from Miss Daphne Taylor Street. Daphne Taylor Street, if you don't know her, is an amazing woman. She's been a friend forever. Um, and a co-writer on books, uh, a great ear when I want to moan and complain, and she's very insightful. Everyone should have someone like her in their lives who just tells it to you straight. And so she wrote a question. question. You have a lot of good habits you developed uh, between fitness, nutritional journey. What tips do you have for developing good habits? Not now, not just now, and apparently she's drinking. this. <laughs> wow. What tips do you have for developing good habits? I think I'm kind of, here's the thing. Consistency is key. Just do a little something every day. It doesn't matter what it is. A little something tends to build up. Too many times, especially with health and fitness, and you all know how much I love my fitness and my spin gym. Um, January 1st comes, I'm going to join the club and eat healthy and blah, 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 and you don't, by January 5th, you're done. You know what that makes you? It makes you a loser. It does. Because you set your bar so high, you were bound to lose. Then you tell your brain that you're a loser and your brain goes, well, shit, we were a loser and now you're a loser. If you set smaller goals, you can become a winner with the exact same circumstances. This is what's crazy. Set a little goal. I'm, I did that this morning. I'm going to wake up this morning and I'm going to meditate. And I'm also going to give myself permission that if my meditation lasts for one minute or one hour, I don't judge it. 
So I got up. I lasted about eight and a half minutes today. And I had a sense of, I did it. I did it. Now, the old me would have gone, you failed, kiddo. You said, you, you know, you're going to meditate. Meditation must be an hour. Meditation must have chanting. But I didn't do that this time. I made myself a winner. I set a goal. I attained it. And so now I start the day going, I'm a winner. I'm a winner. I meditated. I did my eight. I did my, I don't even tell you how many minutes. See the difference? Or I can start the day going, gosh, what's wrong with me? Why can't I sit still for an hour? Blah, 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 blah. There's no one in the room but you. And you decide if you're a winner or a loser. So can you please set yourself up to win? Yeah, I hope they just went, oh, oh, that's genius. I can set myself up to win. You can make a new recipe and make it. And if it burns, you go, I didn't matter whether it burned or not. I just said I was going to learn a new recipe. I apparently didn't learn it very well, but that's okay. I learned it. I went into depth last night. You know, my education, and I'm actually going to show this to you. I have an NLP book over here. I have my hypnotist training tapes. Um, and I'm not sure if you guys would like me to start releasing some of my hypnotist training tapes. I did many years ago. I'm thinking of re-recording them. And before I bring Charles out, I'm going to share something with you. That your brain is like everybody else's brain. I've got friends right now who are in Abu Dhabi. Hey, uh, all over the world. Your brain is the same as everyone else's brain on this planet, give or take. And it's got two sides to it. It's got the top side, which is the conscious, and the sub-side, which is the subconscious. And the funny thing about the conscious is it's full of ego. It thinks it does everything. Well, let me share something with you, and I have a question for you. When's the last time you made hair, or you made skin, or you did digestion, or you did any of the things that your entire body takes care of for you while you're sleeping? Well, it's not you. That was your subconscious. And your subconscious is like an entire different group over there. They work Except when you're, they work all the time. When you're awake, they're like, oh, fine, we'll go a little bit. When you go to sleep, which is why you need your sleep, they go full charge. Here's the funny thing about those subconscious guys or girls. They have no sense of humor. They just don't. They just do their job. We're doing nutrition. We're doing hair. We're making nails. We're fixing cuts. We're do, leave us alone. We're doing our job. Okay? The conscious is like, hey, I want to go out drinking. I want to go do something. And you're off doing whatever it is you think you're doing while the rest of your body is actually doing the work. It doesn't have a sense of humor. So when the conscious says to the subconscious, or says out loud, oh, I just can't do that. Those guys were like, hey, uh, we can't do this. Everybody make sure we can't. You told them they can't. And when you actually can't, you have this self-fulfilling prophecy. Now, I got to experience this firsthand. So I actually studied hypnotism. I'm fascinated by this. I'm beyond fascinated. And so I got myself to a hypnotist show in Las Vegas. And I got picked. And to be picked and to stay up there, you have to, to kind of stay in trance or pretend. And I'm thinking, all right, you know what? I'm just going to, I'm going to pretend. I want to see what this is like. Okay. So I think I'm pretending. That's my conscious ego doing its dance. And the hypnotist, he's very famous. He goes down the road next to me. He says to the guy, you can't remember your last name. And the guy's like, well, and he says to him, we'll take out your driver's license. He takes out his driver's license. And I can see his first and last name from where I am. So can he. And the hypnotist says, you can't remember your last name, but what is it just in case? And the guy's like, my name is Edward. And he doesn't say anything. And I'm looking, it's like Jones. I'm like, and I'm thinking in my head, this guy's an idiot. He doesn't know his last name. Ha, ha, ha. All right. Big applause. Guys come right in front of my face. He's like, okay. So um, I think he said something like, Forbes Riley, you can't remember your last name. And my head's going, 
you know your name's Riley, you know you can do this, you're gonna do this. But we agreed because he just told me that I can't remember my last name. Do you hear the craziness of all this? She says, hey, so what's your name? And I'm like, hey, it's Forbes. <laughs> and I didn't say anything else. My conscious brain is going, what's wrong with us? What's wrong with us? And the subconscious going, she agreed that she didn't remember her last name, so we're just not going to say it. And he went on. And I was left with this epiphany. Then it got even more curious for me. He has a, an invisible hypnotist gun, and he's going to go boom, and he says, and when I do, you're going to fly back, and you're just going to pass out. And I'm thinking to myself, well, that's not going to work. That's totally not going to work. He goes, he starts, I'm like in the middle. He fires the first half of the group all fall over. And for those of you watching me, he gets to me and a couple of people, and he fires his gun, and I went, blah, tongue hanging out, and I'm lying back, and I'm thinking to myself, what just happened? There was no gun. Why did I do that? Well, because we told the subconscious that we were going to get knocked out by this magical, invisible gun. And we did. So what you put into this little head of yours, the messages that you're telling yourself, the habits that you practice daily, the little things that you do. So I would love you on this break that's coming up in just 30 seconds to stand up and say, you know what? I'm wonderful. I'm talented. I'm employed. I'm living my dreams. Whatever it is that you want that you may not even believe, but if you did believe it or it did come true, your life would be better. Wow. On that note, I'm going to leave you guys for a couple of minutes. Please don't go away. Stand up and say, I'm enough. My name is Forbes Riley and I'm enough. I am more than enough and believe it. I know. If you're having trouble with that, you want to reach out to me privately and let's do some classes here. But for the moment, enjoy my sponsors. I'll be right back. You're listening to Forbes Riley right here on The Forbes Factor. Follow, we lead. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel. If you hate going to the gym but want to shed that extra weight, finally get a flat stomach and tight toned arms, we have the most unique solution. And get this it's fun and takes less than five minutes, two times a day. Developed by Fitness Hall of Fame inductee and TV health expert Forbes Riley. The Spin Gym is the most compact, low-impact, resistance exercise ever developed. This simple handheld device provides the most unique fat-burning, metabolic-boosting workout suitable for all fitness levels. You've seen it on TV and in print with more than 2 million sold. What are you waiting for? Get your Forbes Riley Spin Gym at buyspingym.com. Order now and discover how easy and fun it can be to get in the very best shape of your life in just five minutes. Guaranteed. There's never been another product like the Forbes Riley Spin Gym. So try it risk-free for 30 days. Visit buyspingym.com today. 
Do you feel you have a bigger life's purpose than you're currently living? Of course you do. Activate your passion as you tune in to Sovereign Self with host Sophia Renea Morales. Become the conscious creator of your own life. Connect with your most powerful and purposeful self in order to make big things happen for you now. Sophia and her guests are doing this every day and are sharing how you can step into this power too. Listen to Sovereign Self every Monday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network shows and hosts are in your car, outdoors, and wherever you need them to be. Listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. You are listening to The Forbes Factor. To call in with a question or comment, please call 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. Or send an email to Forbes at ForbesRiley.com. Now back to the show. Here's Forbes Riley. Well, hey, everybody, and welcome back. Hello to all my Instagram and my Facebook dear friends, but most of all, my Voice America family, um, who some people listen to this live, and I love them. But we have an amazing amount of downloads and shares, and I'm going to encourage you guys to do that. You can find us. We push this out to iTunes and all the platforms. And I want to thank you guys um, for supporting a female who's got an attitude and usually amazing guests. Oh, wait, wait, wait. I do have an amazing guest. He's coming right up. Um, I met this man many, 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 many moons ago when I had declared at the beginning of that year, I was an actress who always spoke other people's words. Now I was a host. I did my own words, but I didn't really think I was that good at that. Um, and turns out I apparently was better than I thought, but somewhere along the line, I said, I want to speak nowadays. Everybody wants to speak, but back then it was just the really big guys who ever got on stage. The Zig Ziglar's, the Tony Robbins, not a lot of women. And as soon as I said that to the universe, and I started out today's broadcast and you should re-listen to this with just telling the universe what you want. And with that, literally, a guy named Christopher Howard reached out through the internet. And it turns out we both had a similar background at Club Med 20 years earlier. And he said, I want to invite you when you're out to LA to have a private dinner with me and this guy named Les Brown. I thought Les Brown was a musician. Turns out Les is one of the greatest motivational speakers ever. And that was my first dinner ever in that world. Went through this. And at some point I was at a mastermind. I didn't even know what that word meant. And this wonderful guy named Mark Anthony said, I need you to meet Greg Reed, and I ended up at Secret Knock at the end of that year. Now, Charles, I don't know if you know this, but I was invited to speak and to be invited into the book Stickability. And I was, a, I was already on TV for decades, but a baby speaker. And I didn't create a speech. I didn't know what to do. And I'm like, I, I still don't know. And all day Friday, I was blown away by Greg. Greg is very much like my world of Club Med, very interactive, and he's throwing out stuff. I've never seen anybody do what he does. The audience loved him. But the audience was also even more famous than he was. A lot of television stars and movie stars and Elvis Presley's brother was there and the guys who created Kajabi were there. I could go on and on. And I'm going, I have nothing to say to these people. I have nothing to say at all. And it's all day Friday. happens all day Saturday. And I'm like, okay, I think he forgot. And I don't know if you remember this, but the last- I was standing next to you when you were wondering if you were going to speak or not. Right. It was the end of Saturday night. He's like, oh, wait, wait, wait. We have to interview Forbes. I'm like, oh, oh, that's cool. It's an interview. And the funny thing was, 
Greg and I didn't really talk about this, but his camera is off to one side and the audience is in front of me. Well, I'm used to an audience. And so he kept saying, look at the camera. I'm like, but I have to be entertaining to the audience. And I'd been building up stories I'd always wanted to tell. And it just kind of came out. And I don't know if you remember, but I do know that I was one of the only people who got not only a standing ovation, but I took my little cell phone or whatever I had back then to the party afterwards. And people like Ron Klein, I have this on tape. Ron Klein's the guy who created the strip on the back of your credit card. Ron Klein created the MLS realist. He says to my camera, I witnessed something today I've never seen before. He's in his 70s. He said, and I witnessed this woman unleash her power to the world. And, I, and it was like, we're talking about, oh, me. Now, I remember something about you because I came in the next day. And I think you and I were standing on the side. And I was just numb. I wanted it so much. And all of a sudden it happened and stuff came out of me. I told stories I'd never even knew to tell. One about my son that to this day is just, I don't know. I think that's how God comes through you. I don't know. And you said to me, how do you feel? And I'm like, oh, he said, you know, he says, Forbes, at this moment, it's like you walk on water. And I remember I didn't actually speak for the next six months. Really? Well, you actually mentioned JC. You said something about kind of like a messenger and you're kind of like whatever. And I want to go into that. And I, I, I had no, I didn't know what to do. And for six months, I didn't say anything. It was because I stand. It's funny. You affected every single person in the room. And the reason why you affected everyone is because you have this incredible ability to connect with everyone. You told your story and I was sitting there going, oh my God. I understand exactly what you're talking about. And I was living every second with you. I remember the story about the DVDs and stuck in, stuck in customs. And we were all just crying right along with you. And that was, that's, that's a skill that, that is a gift rather than a skill actually to be able to share an experience where everyone in the room can feel it. And that's what happened. And it was magical. Now, I'm not just saying that because you're beautiful and everything. And I remember when I was standing next to you, I was like, I just need to figure out how to get a picture of me and Forbes Right. <laughs> well, as I tell people before, unfortunately, I've had enough happen in my life that even though I have a gift, I haven't always known how to get it out there. And I've not been very technically savvy about that, or I've trusted some of the wrong people. And I've actually played too small. And I am now kind of on a rampage about not allowing other people to do that. Can I share a quick thing about a gift with you, if you don't mind, to your audience? You know, I've learned throughout the years, and of course, I've worked with all those people you talked about and Les and all, and uh, and Les helped me out a lot. But, you know, what I learned is that there's a difference between gifted people and skilled people, and I brought it to my attention here. If you are gifted, then you do something effortlessly and enjoy and you can tell the difference between a gifted person and a skilled person, like someone who's playing the piano. If they're, if they're skilled at it, they're like intensely trying to remember the notes. And nah, and nah. But if they're gifted, they're enjoying it and they do it effortlessly. And that's how you are when it comes to connecting with people, speaking with people, and also in sales. Well, and thank you. And I've managed to meander my way through this and sell a lot, uh, gain enough publicity and stuff. But here's the thing that I've just created now, because I think that everybody can do a version of what we do. Hmm. What is it that we do? We do one thing. I started today, actually, before you got on the show, talking about the, uh, the performer quality. What this means is that whatever you're doing, when you get out there in front of people, you switch it on and you leave everything else at the door. People who work in cubicles don't tend to do that. They tend to drag all that stuff all day long. 
So that's a moment you got to learn to be professional. And when you bring that to this, whatever work that you're doing, you're creating. But there's something that we do, and it's called leveraging. And right now, Charles is leveraging, and I'm actually leveraging somebody else's platform for our own good and theirs. Now, here's the funny thing. I've kind of concluded after a lot of research that everybody can and could do this. That's just me. You don't have to be famous to leverage something. So you are, but you need to learn a couple of skills. One is how to celebritize yourself in your area. My girlfriend is like the queen of sliding doors. She's got a company and an expertise and government contracts that will blow you away. And when you talk about sliding doors, she's the queen. Okay. What could you be the celebrity in? Could you be the celebrity dog walker? I mean, and you've seen it. All of a sudden, people on TV are celebrity chefs. When did a chef become a celebrity? Well, they've managed to perfect what they do, craft it in such a way it's become a brand, and it's got a message that affects a lot of people. Can you do that in what you do? So, Charles, are you a celebrity? I am not a celebrity. No, 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 no. Yes, you are. In my world. No, you are. And I'll tell you why. Because you have created teams. Yes. You have created authority. Yes. And you can speak about it. And I have amazing associations and relationships. If you change the word celebrity to about celebritize, to mean that in your niche, people know you. I say, Charles Best, we, most of the people in my area, they all know you. And they not only know you, they know what you do, what you've been doing. That makes you a celebrity. Okay. I am a celebrity. Thank you. Right. And so now that you've got that in your head, then you go, okay, so what does that mean? What is the message that you're trying to get out to people? How are you going to use your celebrity? I would have invited you on the show if you weren't a celebrity in some level. Well, thank you. And I think people don't think about it that way. Because I waited to be a celebrity. I waited till the world knew who I was. Well, the truth is if 100 people know who you are, if you've got a Facebook group and you're the leader of the group, to them you are the celebrity. You're the expert. You have a, a, something they want from you. I mean, even in school, you know, it's funny when Instagram started, my kids were popping on Instagram. I had 300 followers and I am a celebrity. They had 3000. I'm like, how did you do that? Because in high school, they all knew each other. They all supported each other. And in that world, they were little celebrities. Huh? So stop thinking it's about an actor who does a movie because that's irrelevant. So, and you want to gain and up your celebrity status so that you can leverage more platforms. So one of the ones that I do, I'm actually doing a, what's called an OPP, other people's platform podcast challenge. Well, I'm going to give you a couple of skills, teach you how to do some research, and then you're going to do all of that, create a style sheet and get on a podcast because it's just like I can give you a fish or I can teach you to fish. If you, this 500,000 podcast, by the way, did you know that? Wow. There's a podcast on everything. I do know there's a lot because when I, when I go for my mountain bike ride every morning, I can just hit one of the podcast apps and the world is an oyster to me. It's amazing what you can get through podcasts. Right. And you don't even need to have a business to promote. You just have to have an attitude or a point of view, right? It's kind of like Google. You can just put in a word and the next thing you know, there's a podcast talking about it. I mean, we, are, we can be so influential now just by listening to other people's expertise. So celebrity equals influence, not as an influencer. By the way, most influencers aren't even that, just to be really clear. <laughs> but then the missing piece that I'm going to teach you guys in this training has to do with monetizing the message. So if you have created your own celebrity, 
you've mastered your message, you've leveraged the platform. Now, how do you make money on it? Charles, how do you make money? How do I make money? I sell things that I love and enjoy, and I feel a desire, a hole that is out there. I look for it. I, I look for the items that will fill that hole, and I provide the solution to most people's problems. Right now, I'm selling something that pretty much everyone on this podcast, everyone that's out there has to deal with, but I made the decision to actually sell the solution to it. Now, actually, you guys should hear this. We've got three minutes for my break. Actually, I'm going to give him a chance. He's going to get to plug on my podcast. What, Gad, what is it that you do? And it makes me laugh. Go. I am now a person that provides sanitization and disinfectant services to people that want to have their home or their business disinfected and sanitized so that they can have 28 days of protection. And I use that little guy back there. You got to go get the guy. You got to go get This is where, no, I'm not kidding. He's actually leveraging a, a platform that we know, which would be Ghostbusters. Yes? Yes. Because yes. if you've got germs, who are you going to call? Germbusters.biz. That's me. <laughs> I got to tell you, but, but see how you leverage something? Were you a germ specialist before this all happened? No, had not, no. didn't know anything about germs. Right. So now there's a business and a plan and a structure mm-hmm. and a way to communicate it. And you're going to be pretty well known because it's a great name. Mm-hmm. You're actually leveraging the fame, get this, of a well-known show. Sure. So that's what successful people do. I don't need you to sit in a room and go, I need to create a whole new business. How do I do that? I need an LLC. No, you do not. You don't need much of anything to get started. What you need is the knowledge, tips, and insights, and the direction. Someone like me kicking you in the butt going, let's go do this. Absolutely. I've seen you kick people in the butt, too, and you do a very, very good job of it. Could you explain to my audience in that one minute left what it means when you say I kick them in the butt, please? Absolutely. Happy to explain what what it means to be kicked by Forbes. The thing is, is that you can wait and go through. It's like chiropractic. You know, you can go to a session every week for 25 weeks until you finally have been adjusted. Or you can go to someone that says, okay, what's your problem? Got it. Here's how you fix it. Let's get rid of all the bull. Let's get rid of all the things surrounding it. And let's fix your problem. Trust me, I know what your problem is. You know why? Because I've seen it a thousand times. 10,000 times makes you an expert, right? Seen it 10,000 times. Been able to help people. And I have zero concern if I'm uh, if I have the ability to do it. I know. And that's what I hear from you is that confidence that you know you can fix problems. You don't have to spend all day trying to explain it. That's what I've seen you do. And you do it very... Um, carefully i mean with a lot of care but you also are pretty abrupt and you stop people in the middle of their tracks hey everybody i don't know where the time went charles best i love you germbusters.biz i will talk to you more to all my voice america family and guys here at forbes factor i love you guys stay safe stay happy stay home i'll see you next week Thank you for making the Forbes Factor an important part of your week. Be sure to join Forbes Riley again next Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. We'll see you again soon.